Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. Sandy Max is here as well. Greg is at spring training. Debbie's on your roads. Adam producing the show. It was a road game for the Brewers this afternoon in Tempe against the Angels. Tempe is about 25 minutes from Maryvale. One of the perks of playing in the Cactus League. Here's Greg Matzik. Since 2010, Major League teams have been equally divided between Arizona and Florida for spring training. 15 teams in the Cactus League, 15 teams in the Grapefruit League. But which is more desirable? Several members of the Brewers have participated in both. Wade Miley has a clear-cut winner. I would probably lean toward Florida just because it's a little closer. And being as, as a starting pitcher, you know, we don't have to travel too, too much. Well, the longest drive in the Cactus League is about an hour from Mesa to Surprise. In the Grapefruit League, triple it. You know, if you're going uh, Jupiter to like Lakeland or you're going to one of those Tampa teams, you have like a, a three, three and a half hour drive. So, you know, sometimes you have to stay overnight or you commute that. So um, that can be tough. That's former Miami Marlin Brian Anderson, and he's not lying. It's over 200 miles from the Marlin spring training home to the Blue Jays spring training home. That's like driving from Milwaukee to Lacrosse and back. Willie Adamas prefers the quick trips in the desert. You're back on your couch by 5 o'clock? Yep. By f- what? <laughs> by 3.30. By 3.30. Couch. Yeah. <laughs> like perfect. yesterday I played five innings and I was home like at 3.10. I have time to take a nap and have a nice dinner, whatever. You know, chill, watch Netflix. You have time for everything. There's also the matter of the weather. Dry heat in Arizona, humidity in Florida. Heat humidity for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The dryness. My hands crack, everything cuts up, but um, I like humidity. Does your stuff work better in the... Yeah, I would say so. Yeah? Yeah. My body feels good whenever, you know, you have that, that warm, kind of humid air, but at the same point, the ball doesn't fly as well. So as a hitter, I definitely <laughs> love the air here. You know, the ball flies a lot better. Oh, it's been cold in, in Arizona this year. Yeah. It's been really cold. But see, playing in the cool weather here, it gets you ready for opening day at Wrigley Field. Uh, it's going to be like 30 uh, then. Uh, no, yeah, I know. It's been cold this year, though. It's really cold. <laughs> but it's getting me ready for, definitely for Chicago. And then there are other things players like to do to get away from the game. Advantage Florida for Miley. And I love to fish. That's the main thing. I mean, there's ponds everywhere out there. So Not a lot of fishing in Arizona, is there? You've got to go looking for it. Yeah, you've got to go looking for it. <laughs> Basically, it boils down to three things. Time on the road, weather, and hobbies. And if you're still undecided, just ask Rowdy Telez. Florida spring training or Arizona spring training? What's better? Arizona. Why? Because it is. With the Brewers in Arizona, Greg Matzik, WTMJ Sports. Greg, those guys seem to dig being out there in Arizona. What a great time of year to get a little warmth and a little sunshine. Yeah, and not have to drive three hours to play a baseball game, right? <laughs> Some yeah, exactly. Players are like, if you're young and you have to go on those trips, man, it is a forever long day because you're still up at yep. 6, 7 a.m. doing your workout before you even get on the road. So it's much more compressed here in the Cactus League. Not so sunny today, though. No, not at all. Rain is coming down pretty hard, as a matter of fact, as I watch sprinklers in the outfield. A little counterproductive here at Tempe Diablo. Also, traffic on the Thames seems manageable if you're getting your way home from work. That sounds like it would be the name of a band, Sprinklers in the Outfield. (laughs) Maybe an album title, too. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, and you've got the album cover as well, I'm sure. (laughs) Sure, absolutely. I can just take a picture right in front of me. Greg Matzik in Arizona all week with the Brewers at spring training. It is 5.13 at WTMJ. Up next, part of our conversation with Bucks President Peter Fagan and the editor-in-chief of the Business Journal, Mark Cass. All day long, it was WTMJ Conversations here on WTMJ. Very special day with lots of very special guests. 
Uh, one of those guests joined Sandy and I in the studio. Sandy and me, excuse me, don't text me, in the studio. <laughs> and it was Peter Fagan, President of the Bucks, and Mark Cass, the editor-in-chief of the Milwaukee Business Journal. We pick up the conversation talking about whether or not the Deer District will eventually have naming rights. Definitely. Yeah, no, I think it's a it's one of the ways we can monetize you know the the property and brand it in a corporate way. We've been looking for community oriented like folks who like on a brand and uh, community basis would like to be a part of uh, the Milwaukee. You know, we we want it to be Milwaukee's living room. So we've got we think it's got tremendous value. We think like if we can monetize it, it ten times more things we can do um, in and around it. So it's definitely part of our objectives is to is to sell entitlement to the to the deer district to the plaza how long is this how long until this happens because this one of his it must be a big number one of the things he's known for is overstating so go ahead so oh i think i I mean i don't know there are not many organizations that say they're going to build an arena and then build an arena and then say oh yeah say they're going to work towards a championship and then win a championship no markets were overstating the facts you know for that team for the guy you know again the guy who has a starter the thousand the list of a thousand restaurants when they're only like a hundred the the thousand best restaurants in the city of milwaukee the hottest new list in the business journal look at that mark we've never had anything like the deer district before the deer district was built which how he had nothing to do with, but that's fine. How important <laughs> is that to our city and now the identity of you our know, city? really huge. If you think about it, and, and you know, kind of, you know, as I'm sure each of you remember, I remember, you know, kind of when it was when it was just an open lot. Remember that? And, the, and yep. actually had a parking structure right on the corner there of 4th and Highland. And in, that, and in that structure was a restaurant. And you know how many times it changed? Every year. Ownership of that restaurant changed every year because from April through September, it, it was just empty. So now having something there that's active all year round is so important because for those of us who live downtown, it's important to have energy and activity. I mean, I talk about it all the time. You have to have that to have a really good downtown. So it's, I mean, it's really kind of expanded that area and it's going to move to the north soon, kind of up the hill. So I, it's vital. Uh, Peter, I wanted to ask you about the All-Star Game. Oh, I thought you were going to ask me about one of those power breakfasts. Whoa, those are, <laughs> those like, are long. You're not, they're early, I, I, too. Yeah, early. I, was trying, trying, I was just trying to remember, yeah. like, the the power breakfast Miss, with, with eighty five panelists. Mister like, Rookie to, to, Rookie to Milwaukee's taking shots. Yeah. Yeah. Lived here like for eight hours, and he wants to it's, question what we do. It's amazing. If you had to look in your crystal ball and make a prediction, what year do you believe the NBA All Star Game will be in Milwaukee? Twenty six. It's going to come here, right? I mean, the NBA I commissioner mean, has basically said I mean, it's coming it here. From the lips of the NBA good commissioner has said we will have we uh, have an All Star Game. Are you disappointed? It hasn't been here already. Yeah, I'm disappointed with anything that hasn't happened. So, yes, I'm disappointed till it happens. Mark, how big a deal would that be? Tremendous. I mean, we saw what it's meant. I mean, we saw it, we saw it obviously, in Utah. We saw it in Cleveland. We saw it in other cities. What it brings, it's a Super Bowl-like atmosphere with all the parties, all the events, all the people. What do you say, $180 million economic impact in the city? It's almost, I mean, it's exactly kind of like the RNC. So I think, you know, kind of what I've been saying over and over again is I is we hope it's like Cleveland hosted the RNC in 2016, hosted the All-Star thing in 22. You know, kind of, I mean, let's hope it happens here, 24, 25, or 26 that happened. Great for the city. It's also for industries who need that. These are the restaurants. These are the hotels. The individuals who had a rough few years with the pandemic, how can we help them? How can we kind of really grow that? I mean, I think it's going to happen. If not... I'm blaming him because it's clearly his fault. I think uh, that's fair. It's, <laughs> it's reasonable, wow. right? Reasonable. It's fair, yes. Yeah. His fault. Uh, 
but I think it's going to happen. I really do. But he should get no credit. He should only get the blame. He should not get the credit. Oh, it's a tough crowd. I was going to say, Mark, you shouldn't give Peter Fagan this hard of a time because he did trust you with the Larry O'Brien trophy at one point for safekeeping. Oh, well, he, I, he, I think he had a few drinks that night. That's the only thing I, Again, only I, don't I can drink. imagine. That. You keep saying <laughs> know, like a few drinks. It's like, I, yeah. No, it's just that I, I have more energy and excitement than you could have like, for a lifetime in like, five minutes. Yeah, I mean, I read some of that's your articles. Ner- that's I, nervousness. I, I'm I read, not sure that. I read your articles. You can read? Go to sleep. Yes. Wow. Is that a new, yes. it's a new skill, huh? How many pieces of Buck's clothing do you own, Peter? Now, this, I'm not allowed to bring in. I've got to replace one in, one out if I if I come home now. So Literally, do you think you have 100 pieces of Buck's clothing? Oh, like at a minimum. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you should ask him what he all has. That's what I want to yeah. know. It's everything. How does our food scene compare? Like, how would you even begin to try to compare it? What would you say about where you came from and what it's like here in Milwaukee? I always like to answer it in the way, like, I'm a sales guy. So, you know, like, when you have proof of product, it's always the best. You don't have to make anything up. So, culturally, like, our city is just beyond reproach, whether it's, you know, museums, whether it's theaters, whether it's sports entertainment. And the food scene is incredible. You know, I think like they're literally, you know, 20, 40 places that, you know, are just beyond reproach, can compete with any big city, kind of like our, our, our level of chefs, our level of food for any type of food you want. I think you can expand it, you know, not just in the city of Milwaukee, but kind of go out, you know, 10 to 15 miles and still, you know, find great places to eat. So, you know, it's vibrant. It's great. It's unbelievable quality. I will not give our guy Omar a pitch. No, like no, this, I, this I, I, I think he's on the low end of the scale, like, isn't he? Completely. But I will just say we've got like an unbelievable like leg, you know, history of uh, you know the Bartoladas, yeah. you know Omar and his group. We've, we've we've got unbelievable restaurants like Ardent, you know that you, you just couldn't find anywhere else. You know they're just they're just that good. So I'm a huge you know kind of fan, and I always use it to leverage when we're inviting people here and have lots of guests here that you know. Try, you know, try a handful of these restaurants because they are, you know, the best or near the top. We have James Beard. We do. Nominees. Mm-hmm. We have several. That, yeah. So we, we've got many that won over the years, too. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's really good. I mean, I think, I mean, I think our restaurant scene is over, always overshot where we are in terms of a city. I mean, we're up against some of the largest cities. I've always been impressed with that. You know, a lot of options. You know, we don't have a lot of turnover in some of the higher-end restaurants, which is unusual for for that. So I think, I mean, I think it's a great restaurant scene. I think you have lots of options. You have great chefs. You have great operators. Other than Omar, you have great operators. But, I, you know, I think it's – look at him. He's ready to bounce. I can tell. You're you ready, both so, are. You're ready to go. No, I just think, you know, it's like such an interesting topic because I get right. so frustrated with the city of Milwaukee and kind of like yeah. how strong we have and like yeah. what are our strengths and we don't pound our chest. That's the Midwestern sensibility I'll never get. Yeah. Um, Unlike New York, where yeah. that's all you do is pound well, your chest. Well, pound your chest, whether, whether it's real or <laughs> not real. Right. He's good at that. He likes to pound his chest. We're going to say we're great, but, I mean, it's it's kind of all the elements. You know, we've right. got – you talk about what builds up the culture. I mean, you know, there's no better school than Marquette. You know, that, that you can – you know, we hire a lot of kids from Marquette. You, you will know, get no argument from yeah. me. That's my alma mater. <laughs> One of these incredible <laughs> institutions in the yeah. middle of the city, and, you know, I always kind of – kind of grip my teeth and say this should be marketed like around the nation as like one of the two not just jesuit school destinations like real great college and i think we do that you know with our restaurants with our museums i mean go to the art museum you know like i mean it's impressive it is incredible no doubt that is mark cass and peter fagan mark cass and peter fagan fagan of course is the president of the bucks mark cass is the editor-in-chief of the milwaukee business journal and you can hear that full conversation if you text 
WTMJ to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620 and also listen to the other conversations we've had throughout the day. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski is with us on what turned out to be a gorgeous day. Oh, it was awesome. You know, Great. following that Aaron Rodgers interview there, I oh, kind of want to give you my version of, yeah, man, this is a pretty, pretty good day out there. If you guys like it, man, it's fine. If you don't, you know, if you don't like, if you don't like 50, I mean, that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I mean, man, this news was okay. I mean, it was it was not good news, not bad news. It was kind of news. I mean, it was news. Yeah. Dude, Dude. You have decisiveness in you, Brian Disnansky. You're not afraid to tell us I what the it. models show, what we can prepare for. No, yeah. you commit. That's one, one of the yes. things I like about you. You commit. Thank oh. you. I'm ready to go. Yes, I am not going to uh, give us, you know, vague answers. <laughs> no. Nope. We're, we're going in. Yep, yeah. you're in. You are in. <laughs> Plus, it's a little bit easier if you have some good news that maybe Friday might not yeah. be as bad as we thought it might be. And I do. Um, I don't have 100% like consensus, so I'll, I'll tiptoe a little bit. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there is a definite shift to what i was seeing yesterday uh yesterday looked like we'd be in the bullseye of a heavy swath of snow now it's looking more like that heavy swath sets up across chicago um and we'd be on the fringe of it we still could see some snow friday but i'm just not as bullish as what we were thinking yesterday so maybe a couple inches is more likely at this point and it could change but at this point uh, a track is a couple inches versus four plus Yep, totally. Yeah, that's the case. Uh, right now, I got about two to four inches for like Southside Milwaukee down to Racine, Kenosha, out towards Lake Geneva, and then less than that northwest of uh, you know, say the airport. You start to go down, and by the time you get into some of our northern spots, you might be lucky to see an inch. Now, with that said, of course, uh, we're still with little ways out, so there could yep, be some yep. waffling with this. Um, I, I will say though, it's not one of those where I'm thinking, you know, precipitation type. Are we going to see rain? Are we going to see snow? It's not one of those. Are we going to see a storm system at all? Pretty good agreement. There's a storm that's going to work its way out of Colorado, which is doing right now, going to work across northern Texas, head up towards the Great Lakes. Everything with the upper levels is perfect for it. Um, what we kind of have going on here is how strong the storm is going to be. If it's stronger, what it does is it brings in warmer air out ahead of it, which allows it to take more of a north track, then we get slammed. If it ends up being a weaker system, it's flatter on the map, it goes south of uh-huh. us and heads into Michigan. So uh, models are kind of conflicting on on the strength of this one, so hopefully we have a better idea later tonight yeah. and tomorrow. All right, so beginning tonight, what do the next five days look like? Yeah, sounds good. So as we head into tonight, chance of a sprinkle. Uh, there's a weaker system to the north of us. Um, so a lot of sun today. Clouds fill in tonight. Chance of sprinkle, a low of 32. Thursday, mostly cloudy, 40 degrees. Friday, a chance of snow, as we just talked about. I, I think Milwaukee right now will keep it at a couple inches, and we'll see if that changes. Uh, Saturday, partly cloudy, 43. And Sunday, partly cloudy and a high temperature, 43. So the weekend looks great. Um, it looks like we'll melt yeah. away some of the snow that we pick up if we pick it up on Friday. All right, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Is. All right, see you guys later. Hey, right now, we're going to the auto show tomorrow and Friday. It's going to be awesome. And uh, part of our coverage is sponsored by Road America all this week and while we're there the next couple of days. So we want to give away four packs of tickets each day for the vintage races, the vintage races out there at Road America. It's not every race. It's just specifically the vintage races. Four-pack of ticket vouchers, so let's give them away right now. Yeah, how about caller 10 on the old National Bank talk and text line 
855-616-1620. Caller number 10. Win these Road America Vintage Passes. All right. Good luck. It is 543 at WTMJ. Part of our conversation with Peggy Williams-Smith and Tim Smith. It's interesting stuff, and it's ahead next on WTMJ. He thinks I'm pretty. He thinks I'm smart. He likes my nerve and he loves my heart. WTMJ Conversations all day long. Had some fabulous conversations. And you can check them all out at WTMJ.com or on the WTMJ mobile app. Earlier during the 3 o'clock hour, Peggy Williams-Smith and her husband, Tim Smith, joined us in the studio for a wonderful, wonderful hour. We began with asking Peggy and Tim about their perfect date nights and what that would look like. A perfect date night. What is a perfect date night for you guys? Well, now it it happens a lot more a lot less often right um we lived downtown for 17 years or something and being in the business we were in we every single night was a date night because we just met each other for a quick dinner or whatever it happened to be but now as we were out in the suburbs um we don't get downtown together too much so friday night we started out at mason street grill and uh, had a couple glasses of wine and some appetizers and then worked our way around the corner to carnivore Right? Zarletti. Zarletti. I'll let you finish. Ooh. Third Coast Provisions. Right? Wow. <laughs> <The> flower child. <laughs> and then we Ubered home. <laughs> Great night. You had like four so our, places, and that's wonderful. Fantastic. We did. We sat at the bar at each place, had some, had a glass of wine and an appetizer, and called it a night at the end. Yes. But those, you know, those, those businesses, um, when you think about it, are all locally owned restaurants over there, right, on Milwaukee Street. And they all do such a... Great job for um, the visiting guests that the hotels and the convention and visitors bureau bring in. And we made stop in. at Augie's at the Hotel Metro as well, too. Yeah. So, <laughs> you just, um, yeah, we, we, two doors. Every yeah. two doors, we you just always, tuck right in. Whenever we do this, we feel that we have to see as many places as possible and say hi to as many folks as possible because chances are we know the host or the hostess, the manager there, the general manager, the bartender. We're going to, so it's just nice to just catch up and, and see everybody and see how they're doing. Right. And, and I think they, especially in Peggy's position, they certainly appreciate seeing her walk through the door. And that's community. Yes. Honestly. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know one of the uh, early jobs in your career, Peggy, was as a bartender. It was. What's your go to cocktail? Oh, drinking was much different. There were no craft cocktails when I was bartending. <laughs> but if you want to see me bartend at five o'clock tonight at Central Standard Craft House, I'll be doing a bartending competition versus Mark Cass oh, yeah. to benefit the American Red Cross. So you will see me in my old stomping grounds. Nice. Not that that was around when I was bartending because it was a long time ago. But, you know, back when I was bartending, it was, you know, shots were sex on the beach. That was the yep. most complicated thing you had. Yep. So now for drinking, what is each of your favorite cocktail? If you can have any cocktail. I'm a, I, I, I like wine. I'm a, I've you know? kind of turned into a wine snob over the years. Um, if I'm out with the buddies uh, after a round of golf, um, a Tito's and Club Soda is, is always good. Our dog's name is Tito. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. Tito's, yes. yeah. No, not at all. Well, isn't the owner of Tito's a dog owner, too? He is. Oh, there yes. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he sponsors like a humane society. He's very philanthropic he does. also. He's very, very dog-focused. Dog mm-hmm. What kind of dog is Tito? I don't mean to get He's off a, the cocktail. A, a Boston Terrier. Yeah. So oh. I, I grew up in Boston. So his middle name is Fenway. So it's Tito Fenway. Oh, wow. I'm a big Red Sox fan. Wow. Num- number one Brewers fan, number two Red Soxes. And our, our niece, when she moved in with us, she started a full court press to for us to get a dog. 
And she ended up with a PowerPoint saying she was going to name it after Uncle Tim's favorite <laughs> vodka and after his favorite ballpark. Wow. I guess she, it worked. Very persuasive. She's a smart she's girl. The next persuasive. salesperson for Visit Milwaukee, I think. <laughs> she wants nothing to do with our business. <laughs> and your favorite cocktail, because like, I got excited about Tito the dog. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same. I mean, Tito's in Club Soda. This is my go-to when I'm, when I'm out. Mm-hmm. You won't be getting that tonight at Central Standard, though, unfortunately. Of, no, no, no. Tonight it's an old-fashioned. <laughs> That's a great place, by the way. Another example of a good couple guys that founded that company, yeah. opened it up in an old building. They built the rooftop out now. Isn't that a wonderful example of the good things? It's an amazing space. Yeah, we're so lucky. You know, we talked a lot because Tim is from Marcus, but we have an incredible hotel scene. You know, now I get to represent the entire city. We wouldn't have... Some of the hotels we have without the Kimpton coming here, the Iron Horse breaking, you know, into this market with a boutique hotel that allows people to think of hotels then more as more than just a place for visitors to come and stay. There are actually places you want to hang out. And that's so, so important when you look at the recovery and the pace of recovery. So to have our locals know that they can go and have a good dinner in one of our hotels downtown, as well as have a cocktail and meet friends and create that community is also awesome. How cool was it to see Visit Milwaukee's billboard in Times Square? It was pretty cool. That was, was pretty amazing for it all was. of us. It was awesome. You know, Again, I have an amazing team. They came to me with that opportunity and said, listen, we're going to have one time to do this. We were named as one of the 2023 top places to visit in the world by National Geographic. And if we can put that in that billboard, we had two New Yorkers sign up for our beer pass. So we we only assume they must be traveling here. And we we did get some good um, website traffic over that time frame when, when it was up. So. All right, how about some deserted island questions? We love to do this on the show. Oh, no. So you're going to a deserted island. Mm-hmm. And now these are a series of questions to related Tim? to... I was just to say, are they to, to clarify, John, are they together or are, this, are these individually uh, deserted islands? No, nope, you're islands? by yourself. You're so, okay. So that Tim, changes Tim's my Tim's going to be off golfing somewhere, <laughs> okay. and you're going to be on the it's deserted Ohio's island. And, or, oh. Tim, during your time on the island, Peggy's going to be working. So you're each individual's on the island. You're going to the island, and you can take wine or beer, each of you. Which is it, wine or beer? Uh, wine. Be- beer for me. Oh, interesting. <laughs> that surprised me. You, just, you, you yeah, said you were the wine snob. Yeah, but it, it's going to go bad. I, I'm going to be there for a little bit, right? You can be at a beach. Yeah. I feel like cold beer goes, good, goes well beer on a beach. Beer would be refreshing, right? Yes. Pizza or pasta? Pasta. <laughs> Pizza. Oh, good thing you are going to be alone on the island. <laughs> endless supply of cocktails or endless supply of ice cream. Oh, I'm not a big I, ice cream I fan. I get a headache when I eat ice cream. Yeah, I'm not so a big that's I, easy. I, yeah. yeah. If we change I mean, that to frozen custard, does that? No. no. Okay. No. No. I mean, from it's, Milwaukee, yes, frozen custard. But um, but no, I would probably go with cocktails. Yes, that's going to be fun on your island. <laughs> it, it is. I want to come with you to your island. You can take one appliance with you. There will be electricity. You can mm-hmm. take one appliance with you. What's the appliance that you want on the island? Hair dryer. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred percent and hairspray. <laughs> Not any one of the three or four other goofy curling iron things that are hair running dry. all day long at home and hair sizzling as I go by. Um, uh, I got to tell you, uh, Nutribullet. I, I I just oh, I yeah. live with this thing. I mean, you can smoothies, you can make margaritas, you can do whatever the heck you want with it. It's, again, oh, you've got the cocktails going. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Again, the fun island. <laughs> 
They are so much fun. Peggy Williams Smith and her husband, Tim Smith. You can hear that conversation and all the conversations from the day by going to WTMJ.com. They're also on the WTMJ mobile app. Or you can text the word WTMJ to the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. What a fun day. Lots of truly good conversations. I'm thrilled to have been a part of it and have had the chance to explore some ideas and also get to know some of our state's leaders better mm-hmm. and on a personal, in a personal way. Yeah, it was good stuff, so we hope you check it out.